Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to our show. Hey, hey. Hash, hashtag science. I am Jason Smoulis, your host, the one and only. I'm joined by world traveler Mac Macaf. <laughs> world traveler, yes. That's the one time. Uh, <laughs> that one time that I traveled somewhere. One, one time of the US. world traveler. <laughs> I mean, I figured. I feel like the keys are also out of the U.S., so I count that. Florida is outside the U.S. Florida is also. If you listen to Bugs Bunny. It's true. You want to saw it off? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell the folks bad. where you were, what you did. What uh, the hell so was going on? I went to went to Aruba. Nice. It was awesome. Uh, I want to go to Aruba. Yeah, super touristy. It was really cheap. Uh, pretty much for like the plane flight from Fort Lauderdale. Um, the hotel stay was super cheap. I mean, we stayed at like a uh, like a resort place. Okay. Um, and then we rented a car for like forty bucks a day, which is awesome. That's normal um, price. And yeah, so everything was like really nice. And then we like we got there, and we're just like, oh, we'll go grab some beer and stuff for the for the room. Yeah. So we're not having like we're not paying like you know. Ten dollars for a two ounce thing of like I don't know rum whatever, or whatever. We're whatever I mean we fuck. drank pretty much everything that was there, <laughs> but um, a twenty four case of Corona cans, which I didn't know they came in cans, uh, was seventy dollars. <laughs> like holy shit! We're like, uh, no, we'll pay the ten dollars for the two ounces of like. <laughs> was that like exchange rate? <laughs> like what the hell? Uh, no, that was like in U.S. dollars. Uh, we thought it was just, oh, we were like, oh, maybe it's because it's imported. But then the local, like, kind of the, it's pretty much a funky Bud Light. Um, local beer was about the same price. Wow. But it's just because on that little section of the island is where all of the hotels and all the resorts and stuff are. Uh... And they know that, they know that, like, you're not going to go into the island um, okay. to get to get beers and stuff. Which, I mean, I did. I drove into... It's a tiny island anyway. It's like yeah. 20 square miles or some shit. Yeah. Well, that's um, fun. But I was like, I was like, uh, fuck yeah, I'll drive and get cheap beer. I wanted to see the island anyway. Right. So, um, yeah, it was cool. We went to um, Arikok National Park, uh, which takes up like 20% of the island. Um, I did not, sadly, did not see my rattlesnakes, um, the cascabels. But just gotta go back. I know, I know. The whole time I was there, so there's lizards everywhere. Of course. Uh, which I mean, it's a Caribbean island, like it's pretty much everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the you know the whole time, like I woke up early, like three thirty in the morning one day to just <laughs> to go and drive and like because I wanted to find a fucking rattlesnake, so. Um, Woke up super early because it's so fucking hot, like all day long. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, it, you know, the the high and low. There's only like a three degree temperature change. Oh so my it's god. Even, it's not even anything different. Jesus. Um, so, like things like snakes and stuff are active in at nighttime because it's just as hot, really, but <laughs> just not being baked by the sun. Yeah. Um. So I went driving around and, uh, you know, it's like green iguanas everywhere that are introduced. Mm-hmm. Um. I saw a bunch of cane toads, okay. which are also introduced. And I saw the only snakes I saw were roadkill boa constrictors. Okay. Um, so I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting. Um, except this is every fucking thing that I see in Florida. So, I, like, <laughs> this is like a normal day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, but it was cool. There was some cool, like, the Kadodos are like this really bright blue lip tail lizard. Oh, word. Um, so I had fun chasing those. I mean, I, you know, I chased and picked up green iguanas too, which is always exciting, but yeah. Um, nope. I was the, when I went into the park, uh, I went up to the desk and asked the lady at, you know, at the, at the front desk, like, um, I was like, look, I'm here to find the cascabels, the rattlesnakes. Um, so I need you to tell me like exactly like the best spot to look for them. Cause I want to find them. And that is why I'm here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, really, really was. Um, she was like, she was like, you want to find the rattlesnakes? It's like, yeah. <laughs> and she was like, I've been working here for five years, and you're the first person to ever 
even ask about them. <laughs> it's like it, it's like the world's rarest rattlesnake species, and they're only endemic to Aruba. I was like, I feel like maybe you should talk them up a little bit more. <laughs> uh, yeah, but and then most people were like, "Oh fuck, I don't want to be here." Yeah, like not a rattlesnake. Um, but it's really weird. It's like you I mean you think of Aruba, you think of like beach and like clear waters and stuff, and it's there. Yeah. But most of the island is like a giant desert. Uh, I don't, so I don't really think I actually know where on earth Aruba is. Just north of Venezuela. Like, okay. it's really close to Venezuela. Um, all oh, the plants yeah, and stuff, okay. all the plants are spiky and thorny, and there's cactus everywhere. Yeah. Uh, I have to buy new, new hiking shoes because I have giant cactus thorns, like spines, all in them. <laughs> and I... Got most of them out when I was there, but there's still some left. And so whenever I go like trudging through the swamps here, I'd well, like poke myself in the foot. That's not with good. Leftover spikes. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> um, really, really interesting place though. Yeah. It was fun. It was nice and windy, so there's no bugs, which good is stuff. a very a very nice change. I came back to Florida and it's like hot as fuck, and it's been raining for two weeks. And so the mosquitoes are swarming. Like the fucking yeah. cloud thing from Lost. <laughs> mosquitoes everywhere. Well, that's cool. Glad you had fun. It was cool. Yeah, well, were you there 10 days? Half a oh, week? like four. I don't remember. <laughs> like four, four days. Okay. Two full days and then Travel. Two, half, two half days, yeah. All right. That's um, still, that's still but, a, a no, vacation. Yeah, there's not there's not too much to do on the island, so yeah. I feel like we really saw all of it. You minus did what you could. Minus the rattlesnakes. Yeah. Yeah, we also went to we we went to like the south end to a um a beach that has it's really weird. It's just like maybe fifty yards off the beachfront and there's like pretty decent sized coral heads. Okay. Um yeah, this was cool. That's always fun. Yeah, I'm waiting on the... I also found a... Because people I was with, they just wanted to like sit on the beach and get tan. Just whatever. And drink. Yeah, and drink. And I was like, I was like, all right, I'm going to drink, and then I'm going to get my snorkel, and then like go play with the critters. Yeah. Uh, which is normal. But I got back, and they were all like just still sitting around. They wanted to sit for another hour in the sun. I was like, all right, well, I want to... like I can't sit still. Yeah. So I... I hate just sitting on the beach. I can't. Yeah, I mean, unless there's like for more than like half an on. hour. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so I went walking and I found uh, a pretty massive pet cemetery. Okay. <laughs> um, which seemed like an odd place for a pet cemetery, but um, and I thought they had so they had like all the little crosses that they made out of driftwood and stuff. Yeah. And I saw when I first looked at it. Because I don't, I don't know. I didn't really look at like what mammals live on Aruba. I don't think many. Sure. But um, they had it, it. looked like raccoon skulls, like on okay. the like on the post, like on the the part, the head, the top part of the cross. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so I took a couple pictures and stuff, and I got back, and then I was thinking about it. And I was talking to somebody, and I was like, holy shit, that was probably the dog's head. Because <laughs> there's like they don't have raccoons. Yeah. Or not that I know of. I was like, and I don't think they have any mammal that's like that. So I was like, that's probably probably decapitated the dog and then put the, the head yeah, in it's, the skull part of like the that's top just part of the different, skull. I suppose. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's real different. But I mean, um, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I mean, I took pictures, so. <laughs> yeah. Right. Morbid's <laughs> always fun. Uh, oh, yeah, good. good. Cool. Good trip. Nice needed break. God, yeah. From life. Definitely needed a break. Yeah. But I, I missed I missed the rattlesnakes, so I was glad I got back and got to at least play with my rattlesnakes here. Yeah, right. In the U.S. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. But have you gotten your car back? I have. Nice. <laughs> I got it back on. Friday, last Friday. Finally. Uh, they called me, and I was like, oh, let's go. <laughs> and 
that was a, a day to get it back because it was on the other side of the state so but it's fine I, I picked it up finally got a bit this fucking place didn't put the coolant back into it so I don't know how I even made it as far as I did <laughs> it just had no coolant oh, yeah that's weird uh, I feel like they fucked that up and then I stopped at the gas station put coolant in it took it in the next day they're like oh you need an oxygen sensor for your fuel mix I was like okay like they should also fix that and now my air is out in my house and <laughs> in, in my house. car. I was about to say, I was like, you gave up your car. In both. Gotta... It's out in both. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, yeah, so you the, live basically in Canada. There's no I need for it. I do. It's humid, though. It's humid hot. It lingers. <laughs> you better turn some you know this. On. I know I have fans on right now. Drinking water. I don't drink water. I don't like water. It's a bad time. So bad for you. <laughs> but enough about our vacations and our troubles with vehicles. We have science to talk about. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Science is always fun to talk about. Yeah. Most of the time, unless it's like the what I'm actually working on right now. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> uh, no, your stuff's interesting though. It is, but some of the time it's just like I'm doing a lot of like contacting people for their like using their doc and like these people don't know how to use email or answer the phone because I don't have a Michigan area code. So it's like I can't uh, ever talk to anybody. Yeah, they don't want to talk to you. Yeah, I'm like, well, you They're obviously local. don't want to be a part of the study because I'm calling you like twice a day <laughs> <laughs> and uh, voicemails yeah. and everything. But I'm assuming yeah. that's a no. Yeah, well, fuck that. But when we're talking about lakes, I guess, uh, where where is University of Bath? In the UK? Is it in the UK? I feel like uh, that's feel like wherever that's wherever the fuck it is. Some scientists at University of Bath have developed biodegradable microbeads. It is in the UK fucking crushed it nice uh microbeads there's a huge issue in environmental science uh these beads are in toothpaste lotions everything uh any any soap that kind of feels like it's abrasive it's it's in there um and those don't get filtered out in our water treatment so they go from where you use them in the sink or your bathtub and it goes through the drain into the sewer into the water treatment and then out back into the water which is obviously not great uh no <laughs> but i mean these microbeads are like half a millimeter in diameter they're super super tiny they're super fine um they're added to stuff to be abrasive yet smooth in most cases um like you in in like the scrubby soaps you have like bigger microbeads but stuff like makeup and uh, sunscreen might have microbeads that are much much uh, much smaller and they they're kind of everywhere and they don't biodegrade they just sit in the environment the whole time uh, they're they're a huge issue like I said in environmental like a lot science. of plastic plastic yeah. things which is yeah there. there's there's the the Great Pacific plastic uh, mass, which is just microbeads, yeah, just hanging out, floating. Yeah, and uh, animals in the ocean and in lakes and rivers and streams or ponds or whatever will eat whatever they need to eat, but also take in these microbeads, which clog up all their systems. You can find pictures of birds just full of microbeads when they're dead. Uh, fish will take these up, um, but they're also then not cleared by their systems. So they stay in the fish or in the bird. And in the case of fish, people eat fish, which means we're eating the plastic. <laughs> yeah, which again is also not good for you. Yeah. And <laughs> those those things, some of those things, they may not be I mean, you're not supposed to eat sunscreen, so it's probably toxic at some point. Mm. Uh but like toxins like that will bioaccumulate as you like get higher and higher 
up the food chain, um, much like DDT did in uh, Bald Eagles uh, a long, long time ago. Um, they were eating, I forget the fuck they were eating, fish that had pesticide yeah. in them. Yeah, and the, they were the they were just run off into the water, and they were the eagles were eating that, and it was actually making their egg casings thinner. Yeah, so they couldn't so even when they went have to sit on them to babies. incubate, they would crush them. Yeah, so stuff like that is a huge issue. But now they're they might be biodegradable. So fuck awesome. that, they're awesome. They made us uh, cellulose. I don't, I don't remember seeing in here how long it takes for them to be biodegraded right but as as long as they it's are, made of they cellulose be it'll probably in the stomach too yeah and if it's made of cellulose it'll probably break down much quicker than than most anyway right so it'll be like a plastic or a we don't have kind of access to maybe that journal the paper because it's behind a paywall and i'm not logged into my school's library Ooh, read that abstract but that abstract <laughs> Um. Yeah, I don't see anything about the the life of them, but I mean, normal microbead plastics just don't biodegrade at all. So yeah, so I mean, this is a obviously a better option. <laughs> yeah, we're we're already on on the up and up. <laughs> yeah. Really cool research. Yeah. Chemistry. But I like I, my favorite part of this. I think is the picture at the very top of it, and it's <laughs> this lady like putting toothpaste on a toothbrush. And it's just, it's in a lab like, coat. <laughs> yeah, like it looks like she's like just about to brush her teeth. Yeah, it's like look at this toothpaste. <laughs> look at that. It's I wonder fancy. If it, I wonder if it changes like consistency of the toothpaste or soaps or whatever you can do. I mean, if they're the same size. They're likely it should be about the same i mean you you have those uh water bottles that are made out of plastic from plants mm-hmm. so it's probably the same like process almost or and something close yeah. to it and they feel just like plastic yeah they feel like fucking plastic water bottles but yeah it's good i mean any way to start taking out some of that uh microplastic is going to be a huge thing like this this article on fizz.org. I don't know what that's actually for. What is fizz? What is fizz? I don't know. <laughs> it's a fucking science website. Get over it. Yeah. Um, physics. Physics, I would assume. They say that mo- like a single shower can do, like, can release 100,000 of these uh, microbeads into the, into the water, which is just like one shower out of everybody in the United States plus uh, everybody yeah. in the world it's like fuck that's a lot of goddamn yeah. plastic that we can't do shit about right and I know a lot of companies are taking out their microplastics now just because yeah. they're getting yelled at so much and they're not actually doing anything yeah I think they I mean people are starting to realize like oh this is bad weird and actually yelling at yeah, doing something like, about something that's bad well, yeah and I'm like, I was like this usually doesn't happen Maybe it's because they're concerned about, like, the dolphins. Yeah. It's, like, the one thing that can get yeah. people to care about the ocean. Like, yep. yo, dolphins live there. Dolphins and sea turtles. Let me tell you. Oh, that's cool. Um, later in that article, it says it, it biodegrades into sugar. Into sugars, which yeah. is... Tasty. <laughs> tasty, and <laughs> then can be taken up biologically by other stuff, too. By, yeah. Which is nice. Ah, uh, there's that beer. Mm. I got a pool time ale. It is a, a Belgian wheat with cherry juice. Because Michigan. Interest, interesting. <laughs> it's very That's good. Loud. That was a very loud sip. I did it right into the microphone. That's why. I did it on nice. purpose. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't have an audio medium and not like play into the crowd, right? You gotta you got hear to hear the things you're talking about. You've got to. I don't have a cup holder, though. Or a coaster, so my desk is going to get fucked up. But, oh well, I guess. <laughs> or I can just drink my water and then pour it into my cup. That's what I'll do. You could. Luckily, uh, it's just water, so you don't have to clean it out. I know it. 
Yeah. How many microbeads are in that water? All of them. All of them. It's my shower water, so 100,000. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, gross. <laughs> I do not use microbeads. I make it a point to make sure I don't use microbeads. Um, yeah, I'll read like the little labels and stuff and make sure that... Or I'll, I'll try to. I'll they just, can say it, and then I'll be like, all right, whatever. I'll just cheat a little bit and just like squirt, squirt a little bit out and just touch it. Like, fuck that. Yeah. They don't have to say what's in it either. <laughs> That's the thing. True. Well, most of them, if they specifically don't have microbeads in them, then they'll say... Do they want to like play into that market? Yeah. Um, but that is a good idea to test it out ahead of time, anyway. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, go to the, your go to your stores right now and <laughs> yeah. squeeze out every sunscreen and shampoo and toothpaste onto the floor. Onto the floor. I mean, so they have to wanna, clean it up. You don't want to do that all in your hand. Yeah. Right. Then you got to wash the garbage. soap in the bathroom. And get all those plastics in there. Uh, yeah. So there's a there's an abstract for this paper that we have. Um, this article kind of goes into some of the technical details of how they do it. And I don't really get it, but they they push it through a membrane with vegetable oil and somehow do it that whatever. But science. Yeah, science. I'm not. <laughs> I ain't no chemist, so I don't know. It is definitely not my jam. Definitely not. Enough about some of this micro beads. Yeah. Matt, what is next? Uh, well, I think we're gonna go to this one with the spiders. Uh, this yeah. one's really, really fucking awesome. Spider-Man. Um, <coughs> so Spider-Man. these these researchers in uh, Australia at Macquarie mm, Macquarie University. Sure. That's what I'm go you with. gotta you gotta put a crocodile Dundee on there though, you gotta Mac- you gotta you gotta accent that thing. Macquarie Uni- uh, Oh, I don't know. Mac <laughs> 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 Mac. Oh no. <laughs> God damn. I don't know. I live I live in South Florida. I make everything sound Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> Universidad. <laughs> um, so this guy was uh, or this team, uh, we're looking at. Um, I guess it, well, it's really prey capture for ground spiders. Um, so these ground spiders don't spin a typical web that your stereotypical spider is going to spin. Um, there are more active predators, so they'll actually shoot webs out uh, to catch this prey, like Spider-Man does. That's awesome. Um, the video is really awesome. I hope we can actually. If if I can't actually steal put it, that and put it up, if I can't actually steal that and put it up, I'll definitely have a link in in yeah. the show notes on the website <coughs> that we can you you should watch that video because it's cool yeah, as fuck. It's really cool. <laughs> so they put they put the uh, the well, it's kind of it's kind of like it throws me it threw me off at first because it's two different types of spiders. Um, so they have the the ground spiders and then they put um, I think they put a different multiple types i'm not sure if it was multiple types or not i know they put them in with bigger spiders that's all I got yeah so they so because they are not actually like sit and wait predators they can actually capture larger prey items so they can even catch like capture larger um, prey than their actual body size um which again is pretty crazy the Uh, article only gives the scientific names of the spiders that they used so i don't know (laughs) Nafasolis. <laughs> um, oh shit! The video, the video put it in there, but I don't remember what it was. Um, so the ground spiders, they kind of go into this like wrestle match, WrestleMania kind of shit, and they shoot out uh, these silk kind of bombs, I guess, um, and it ends up entangling um, their prey. And that's how they that's how they catch them, and they can eat them after that, which is pretty cool. Did uh, the did the video say or show like did they like shoot or spray out their silk at certain areas of the prey? They like attack a certain part, just in general trying to hit it. I think they were in general trying to hit it. I don't think it okay. mentioned any specific. 
Um, That's for the next species. <laughs> yeah. Evolution, bitch. Yep. <laughs> fine, <laughs> fine focused uh, silk spraying would be pretty fucking cool. Right. Um, I'm sure there is a, a method to their madness to do that, though. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. They have eight eyes. What the fuck else are they looking for? Yeah, they can see it pretty well. <laughs> um, so it's, but it's really cool because they like these ground spiders don't have the, um, the weights, the capability to produce like weights for their for like a web to spin like to hang up, mm. um, which I think is weird because it like their glands specifically don't have the capabilities to do so, which is weird. They're called ground spiders, Matt. I know they live on the ground. But maybe you could make like a trampoline kind, so if something falls on top of it or walks oh, across, shit. right? Oh shit! Right, future. You done poked a hole in my logic. Right. <laughs> that would be that would be the future. That's spiders. evolution number two of the ground spider. Yep. They need to listen to me, and I will be their god. Perfect. So they'll have their own their own little spider webs to make. Uh, but it's really cool. They put them in. They pretty much like put these guys into little plastic cups and watched them duke it out it's kind of awesome camera cameras underneath it yeah definitely watch the video it's i'm definitely gonna actually read all this paper because they did a lot of cool stuff they did high speed video like a higher speed video than what we use in our lab they like doubled our frame rate but they also probably had a fucking expensive ass camera yeah Anything oh, that's sure like meant for high speed video is like a camera that's like ten grand. Like minimum. Oh, see, that's crazy too. And we just use a fucking GoPro. <laughs> so uh GoPros are pretty good. They are pretty you, good. You can do good shit with that. Yeah. Um Yeah, so shout out to Jonas Wolf for doing this project. It's really interesting. Yeah. Good old Australia, where all the cool shit lives. All of it. All said it before, cool I'm going to say it again. That's where my next trip I want to go. Train. Train. Oh. Train. <laughs> Trains are science, is. right? Trains are, yeah, engineering <laughs> science. <laughs> yeah. I, I think all these types of mechanisms in animals are so interesting, and that's why I'm in biology in the first place so seeing stuff like this there's a study like a couple years ago that flipped swimming mechanics on its head like i was just like blown away by some of this stuff and i hope i can eventually get back to it but i don't know <laughs> we'll see we'll see what happens I say maybe maybe i stick with parasites and do snake shit yeah and then i will hopefully have a job for you <laughs> Please do, because I do not have one right now. <laughs> that will be nowhere in the near future, so. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> well, good. I'm just going to travel don't, and spend Don't be all counting my... on it, but. I'm just going to travel and spend all my student loans. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Spiders. I read a book about spider silk. Was like it Charlotte's Web? No, it was an actual scientific Oh book about spider webs. I was like she could write like letters and shit in hers I know god it's pretty funny it was awesome that's what they should do their study. it was a book about like the mechanics of like actually spinning web and the different types of silk proteins it was, it was I bought it at a fucking used book sale at the library <laughs> for like a dollar uh as what I did the, the same time, um, I bought a Scorpion taxonomy book, <laughs> Ooh. which was also dope as hell. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I love the study where uh, they gave like all these different drugs to the spiders and watched them build a build a web. Oh yeah, that one's so cool. That's a yeah. classic that I like to show students when I can. Yeah, that one's really cool. Especially because like the, they had video that right. I only ever show the the images, but they, I think they have video of those. Yeah, because like the like the spider that was on cocaine was like made this like crazy web. Yeah. Like, all about it all the time, and like the one that was like, I think it was on, I think it was on when it they gave it weed. It just like made like two lines. It was like fuck this. It was like no, nah, I'm just going to sleep. 
No, I'm good. <laughs> it was paranoid bugs were going to eat it, so it didn't want to eat. Ooh, yeah. Duh. It was like he felt bad for the other insects flying into his web. Yeah. It's like, let's just all get along, bro. <laughs> Spiders. Spiders are cool. There's so many things I would rather study than snails sometimes. <laughs> but Well, you gotta start somewhere. You do gotta start somewhere. Right. Maybe there are cool spider parasites I can get up in. Uh, pretty much any parasite that's gonna be inside of a spider is gonna be really interesting. Yeah. Does your friend at Auburn need help with their parasite shit? On the lung bugs. Uh, I'm pretty <laughs> I sure know a guy. Pretty sure she's done. Damn. I don't it. know. I don't know where she's gonna <laughs> go. She might need help. Maybe. I know a guy. He's I'll pretty good it. at parasite biology. Oh, definitely. And, keep an ear out. and modeling. <laughs> modeling what? Who might be looking for a postdoc in two to three years? But. <laughs> Oh my god, dude! Postdoc seems like so far away. Uh, <laughs> it does. I like this. I basically have to start looking for him in two years, when I'm not even close to being done, just because I need yeah. to find a place that has money that wants to pay, wants to allow you to get there. Yeah, it's like fuck. I mean, I'm still like sort of debating PhD. What would you do? Still more invasive stuff? Yeah, I would definitely want to do invasive invasive herbs. See, you just need to work a while in whatever job. I will get a lab. And then you can do your PhD. And then you could be my advisor. Fucking A, I could be your advisor. <laughs> <laughs> What a shit show that would be. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, it'd be a fun shit shit show, but then we wouldn't have to like we would be able to have a designated time and place for this damn podcast Ooh, and not have yeah. to worry about it. It'd be so easy. And get real hammered right beforehand too, and during, and not have to worry about the internet. And during, and after, and and not have to worry about the internet. Oh yeah. God, we could do this in person. <laughs> Shit. One day. You right. need to hurry up and work on your uh, PhD then, because... I know. You got you got things to do. Lots to do. <laughs> Alright, let's shift this order. Let's oh, talk okay. about these yeah. frogs. Ooh, what, what's okay. up with these frogs? Well, you threw me off. Threw me for yeah. a loop here. I know. Got to rearrange on your toes. shit on my computer here. All right. <laughs> on them toes. I mean, you're kind of the kitchen guy, right? Not yet. No, not yet. I, don't I thought you've done Kittred stuff yet. with Kittred, though. Not yet. I'm tangentially involved. Tangentially. Right I like that word. Yeah. Next year, and possibly the year after, I will be doing Kittred work. That's cool, though. On axolotls. Oh. I don't want to chop their heads off when they're they're done in the lab, but I will have to. Because that's can how you, you euthanize them. Can you not just keep them as a pet? Not when they have BD. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. I'll allow it, I guess. It's true. Anyway. <clears throat> so Go for it. Uh... For those of you that, I guess, don't know about chytrid fungus, um, it's a fungal species that's really, it's a really strange fungal species anyway, compared to other fungus. Um, they have these like weird zoospores that move around and shit. Yeah, it's fucked uh, up. But they uh, <clears throat> are decimating frog populations around the world. Um, so they, they kind of like bore into the skin of the amphibians and then branch out from there uh and so the mycelium which is like the body of the fungus kind of pretty much covers up the skin sort of kind of in a way um and a lot of it is so a lot of uh 
frogs and amphibians will breathe through their skin. So th- right. this creates a lot of issues, obviously, when you get your skin's all fucked up. Yeah, and it's their like main mucous membrane too. So aside from breathing, it's a whole bunch of different issues that go, yeah. come you're, from it. Yeah, you're exposed to more like environmental factors, um, disease, stuff like that. Yeah, um, really fucking up their populations. Um, and it, I don't think all that over there's the world a, too. Not just yeah, and in, I don't like, think the there's tropics a, or some shit. Like I don't think there's like a, in, in like a frog species for that's immune sake. to it. <laughs> um, yeah, that was that's why. Uh, I think it was two years ago, maybe last year, uh, the U.S. banned like 200-something species of salamanders and frogs um, for import to the U.S. because uh, actually in the Appalachian Mountain ranges, uh, we have the highest diversity of salamander populations in the world, which is cool. I Um, didn't know that. Yeah, go visit the apps and you can find lots of salamanders. I would like to. Um, which are my favorite amphibian group. Um, they're kind of shitty to work with because they're super slimy and they stick to everything. Yeah. Um, but That's why axolotls are cool, is they live in the water. Yeah, but they're... And I'll have to deal with that there. shit. And they look cute as hell. They, they are. <laughs> they are. They're probably all albino too, right? Yeah. The probably albino the, ones? The lab ones probably are, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, they're so cool. Uh, but so this study is looking at um, harlequin frogs uh, which is a like just a specific species um, I think it's uh, the Lamosa yeah Lamosa harlequin frogs um, so they're using this experiment to find out if these captive bred uh, endangered frogs can successfully be released back into the wild um, and how they do this is they fit them with little uh, kind of belts transmitters yeah. Um, that send out radio signals, and so they once they release them, they go out there and check, you know, pretty much where they are and what they're doing, if they're alive or dead, um, and how they're kind of responding to uh, environmental cues, um, especially the, again, especially things like uh, chytrid fungus and stuff like that. Yeah. <clears throat> so they uh, they did what's called they they took half of the group and did a soft release, um, which is they're bred in captivity. The ones that you're taking for your release, you put into uh, enclosed spaces, like in the wild. So they're still exposed to the weather. They're still exposed to you know heat, and uh, they have to forage for themselves. Yeah. Um, things like that. But they're enclosed to a point that there's no predation. Um, and then the other one is called a hard release, and it's pretty much like fucking go. Yeah. <laughs> Like good fucking luck. Um, hope you don't die. Um, which I, I mean, this is kind of related, but not really. Uh, Auburn University is actually doing this, or has been doing this, with indigo snakes in Alabama for a while. Yeah, because uh, indigos were extirpated from this national forest in Alabama, South Alabama, um, and they did hard and soft releases as well. Um, they didn't have like really good results with it, um, but I know that they've recently they actually found an indigo in Kaneka National Forest, so they're cool. at least still out there. But yeah, we not the much is known the, about the guy who does uh, Massasaga work uh, in mid Michigan. They have uh, very similar things where they have uh, fenced off areas that they let them breed and like lock them in, mm-hmm. so that most of the larger predators that would be there for like the smaller baby snakes and and the eggs uh are excluded so it's like a two foot high like metal fence and nothing can get by yeah and once they lay eggs they let the adults out and all other stuff it's kind of cool wait with massasagas yeah pretty sure they have live birth but yeah i mean like the babies nah, it's it's fucking same. whatever <laughs> same shit they, ov- they birth them and they're gone, the so. <laughs> yeah once they have the babies they just go yeah, uh, which so. is kind of the best part of reptiles is like they don't hang out with their babies; they just let them YOLO. Yep, they're ready for to survive. Hopefully, yeah, just let them go. Um, but yeah, it's really interesting. I I would love to see because I've never done this with any or really any kind of frogs or amphibians. Mm. But I'd really like to see them like put these transmitters on them 
Yeah, I bet that's a difficult thing to do. It's like they're you know they're jumping around and they have to put it around their waist, and it's like this little tiny cotton cord. I wonder if they have to anesthetize the frog first to put it on. I'd imagine it'd be kind of risky to do it without them being sedated around the legs. Because it's like right around the base of the hip. Yeah. Where this belt is. And that's not an easy place to get to. And these frogs look kind of tiny. Like there's a picture on the website on the the slideshow. Yeah, the where they also, frogs are super yeah, small. Yeah, they're they're tiny. <clears throat> like this person's fingers that's is as big as it, so Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, it can't be easy. Maybe they just like have hoops and wait for them to jump through it and then All right. zip them up. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. You never know. You never know. Yeah. So that's fun. It's a good uh, good story. I hope it is working out. Um, it sounds like it is. Uh, as of time of printing, they had uh, 74 frogs without transmitters that were easy to find. Um, they have what they put out. How many did they take out? 90 frogs altogether. Yep. 90. So then um, 16 had trackers? Yeah. 8 nice. eight hard release, 8 soft release. Yeah. So it's it's kind of a pilot study by this conservation group, the uh, Smithsonian's Conservation Biology Institute. Yeah, and they actually tropical took, research they took this Institute. species in specifically because of the chytrid fungus, and right. it's an endangered species, so they went out and collected as many as they could and kept them in captivity so that their population would actually still be around yeah um, um so they're they're kind of hoping the kitchen fungus like fades <clears throat> away that would be great um, it would be great it'd be really cool but so, and they said they had they only had like what one frog die yeah the quote um, is oh our yeah, guy they- in the field found a guilty looking scorpion next to the frog's carcass. carcass so that's pretty great I like how they're trying to start using uh, radio tracking for uh, smaller animals like this like that's probably the most most interesting part about this to me. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you put a radio collar on a fucking bear, and of course you do. Yeah, and I mean that's you have radio tags and snakes, of course yeah. you do. Yeah, easy to do. And like mammals, birds, you would radio tag or like band. There's a pretty, uh, there are better ways to track. You've done this with sharks forever. Yeah, let's precision yeah. track them. But something uh, as small as this, that's kind of real crazy. Yeah. Well, they have, but it's um, definitely not the first time either. No, yeah, they. I mean, they have. Uh, I mean, this is pretty recent too. But um, the, I think actually the company that we were looking at for our indigo transmitters had transmitters uh, that were fitted for things like butterflies. Yeah, it's like and, and what wasp. The f- Jesus Christ, that would be difficult. Like, <laughs> golly, how tiny is that thing? And like, I don't know. I for I wouldn't be able to put it on. Like, I'd crush it. How would you put a tracking a transmitter on a wasp without killing it or getting stung or getting <laughs> yeah or getting hurt? I think it's I think they're like sticky. They'd have to be sticky and at least for that. But then they would molt, or they could shuck it off. Uh, I don't know. Well, they probably do that anyway. Like these. Yeah, I mean uh, these the, these frog ones are meant to fall off in like a month when the battery's after, dead. So yeah, after a month. This picture looks crazy. It looks like a fashion accessory. It doesn't really look like a tracker. And, like, I can't tell. I can't... I, it's not a good enough view for me to tell, like, what it's actually made out of. Like, what what it actually is. Oh, it's I a, assume it's, it's, it's a regular it's a, tracker, but I can't it. tell. <laughs> oh, wait. What the cord is made out of or what the tracker is made out of? Yeah, like, what the... what what What's the circuitry on the tracker? Like, that thing is so tiny that... Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Holy fuck, dude. Well, when they publish a paper, they'll have so a tracker small. on there, I'm sure. Or these tiny trackers will be out there. Yeah. Because I'd be interested to just find out how the fuck they work and how strong that signal is and whatnot. I wonder if they're... I want to have to look up the conference that I'm going to in July and see if they're giving a talk. <clears throat> That'd be cool. Because I would like to talk to them. And I love that they have... They have basically the same transmitter or uh, antenna and receiver that I have. Oh, yeah. And it, it like it's gigantic. It's so compared huge to, compared to these little frogs. And this guy's like pointing right at it. 
there. What is that? Oh. Oh, and they mark them with uh, glow in the dark, glow paint. Yeah. Interesting. Good stuff. Good old science. I know it. A nice little positive. Normally, you know, normally science articles about wildlife are like, so and so species is like dying out. Especially with Kittred. It's uh, like, oh, all these are dying all the time. Fuck. Um, I'll have to send you that video. Uh, there's a video I showed in one of my biology classes that uh, is about midwife toads, which are really susceptible to chytrid and BD. Um, but they uh, they were able to like take out the frogs from this little island in Spain and then treat the water uh, and like reintroduce the frogs. Oh yeah, I think I saw. I think I saw that when and, it came out. Yeah, and it actually like it totally wiped out Kitrid on that island, which is awesome. Um, so they're trying to. I mean, obviously, an island population a little bit easier to do something like that with. Oh yeah, but they're uh, they were <laughs> that looking would be at, a hell of a lot of money at, to do that. <laughs> they were looking at ways to do like to implement implement that on like a mainland. Um, which would still be insanely difficult to do, but mm-hmm. but at least they found something that would work. So better than just letting them die out. Yeah. Poor little frogs. Poor little frogs. I'm I'm excited for our upcoming BD work. We're gonna be using uh, we're gonna be doing uh, artificial pond experiments with uh, Xenopus. Oh yeah. And axolotls, frogs. Yeah, I don't think we've settled on settled on a species yet, but apparently the people that have done respiration on these frogs don't make the thing that they do it with anymore. So that means we have to make it, which means I have to make it. Oh yeah, (laughs) and I mean that's fun. That's I got into science to look at how things move and how things like how biological mechanisms work so I already have a strong background in like that kind of thinking and I can easily easily apply that to some of the stuff I'm working on now like I'm building a uh, parasite trap almost where we have an artificial skin that we've developed that we put on a microscope slide we have a basically a tiny water bath in between the slide and um, like under the slide that heats up to a certain temperature that's different from the outside water temperature and then we just put cercaria in and they will choose whichever skin treatment that we want to look at but like I'm we 3D printed those housings I'm working on like data logger code to like invent our own data loggers for this thing because nothing exists to do it so it's like stuff like that is why why i'm here yeah (laughs) i think in this lab (laughs) i got recruited into the lab after i built a weather station in my stats class (laughs) i mean again that's pretty fucking awesome yeah he was like that's not advanced stats but that's awesome (laughs) but yeah also super fucking useful yeah it's like oh you built this thing that took data and then automatically ran the models even though they were basic linear models it did it automatically (laughs) and as soon as you plug them into the computer so that shit was awesome i still i don't think he's seen the actual device itself Hmm. which is strange I haven't brought it in. I haven't seen the need to bring it in. Well, you need to get on top of it. I mean, it was fine. It didn't work until the day of my presentation, but that's fine. Yeah. (laughs) But (laughs) it worked on the day of your presentation. Exactly. And then I had data to present, which is fine. Good stuff. (laughs) Which is really the most important part. Good stuff. All right, the last Ooh, thing of to, the day. How can we talk one. to aliens better? With math. With math. 
Of course. That <laughs> makes total sense. Total right? sense. Like, they're uh, not going to fucking know English. Yeah. Well, yeah, when I... The hardest I, goddamn language. When I first... <laughs> well, when I first read it, I was kind of like, we're going to put out, like, fucking plus signs and shit. <laughs> but after they were discussing it, I was like, oh, this makes this makes sense. But they also apparently, like, this, this thought has kind of been put out there before. Oh, yeah. Like, 200 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Like, several <laughs> years ago. Um, yeah. So it kind—I of, mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, I had some issues with like their assumptions, but yeah, it, it, those assumptions yeah. make sense, and but it's, we also yeah. can't ensure that an alien race would do that. Have, but yeah, the yeah. whole point here is that uh, this person—oh, what the fuck is his name? Carl Devito at U of Arizona. I hate you because you're from there. I guess that's what <laughs> they tell me at my school. Got to. <laughs> um he thinks that we should try um to develop a language that's based on scientific concepts and he pre- presented this work a couple of months ago at a astrobiology conference um he says that we should act in the ways of past scientists so we mentioned 200 years ago um a scientist or a mathematician from germany uh carl gauss uh, suggested planting a bunch of uh, trees in the Siberian forest. Uh, in the Siberian forest, blah blah blah. That uh, looks like the Pythagorean theorem, which is a basic geometrical assumption that we make, right? Yep. Um, that everyone learned in like seventh grade and fuck yeah, of course. Um, maybe, maybe before then, I don't remember. And then an Austrian astronomer. Uh, proposed filling the Sahara Desert with a bunch of uh, trenches that were in the shape of different uh, geometric forms. And so they both thought that an intelligent life outside of Earth would see that and then they would be convinced of our planet's uh, intellect, that we had to have complex understandings of certain concepts of science and math and yeah. logic and all this other stuff that then would c- lead to contact which is kind of cool yeah i mean that's really how i mean historians have looked at human civilizations throughout you know history yeah right uh you know like oh you're more advanced if you you know use the stars to navigate or you're more advanced if you can create a calendar based yeah. off lunar cycles so yeah. i think it makes total sense um a lot of people don't like math but <laughs> fucking too bad it's everywhere so math is the reason why we have everything right now <sighs> I mean, it really is i mean math is science it's what yeah. we base science off of right um i think it's interesting that devito then i keep thinking danny devito he definitely didn't talk about this i don't think it was him uh maybe it's his cousin it might be we don't know (laughs) cannot confirm nor deny yeah uh he says that his proposal is based on some very very bold assumptions that one both of these races can count and do math Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, that makes okay. sense if we're gonna fucking make everything out of math and like here, look at our math. Yeah. Um. I mean, that, that, yeah, that one, I that one, I get. Like that, they are able to have some. I mean, that makes sense though to me. Like you have some type of counting method. Yeah, that makes sense. That's pretty. Um. Uh, two. Both societies recognize chemical elements and the periodic table. See, now that is, I I haven't looked at anything from the talk. I haven't read this guy's book. I don't know how that fits with anything from what this article says. Yeah, if you're doing... Yeah, uh, his has got to have more... The talk in the book have to have way more information that we have no idea. Yeah, because if you you want to do... I mean, I think he's... If he's going to include chemical elements and shit, I think it's going to be way more complicated. Um, I mean, than digging a fucking trench in the Sahara. Right. Um, and and then after after all all these the the other two assumptions are the same thing about chemistry and uh, 
physics and calculations of uh, chemical equations and whatnot that this article doesn't go into maybe his book does it sounds very interesting if i could get it cheap and then want to read a book i might read it um but he goes on to talk about um that still it might not be possible because they might have formed math in a completely different way based on a completely different thing which i think is very plausible yeah because yeah, Einstein, not Einstein, Newton had a problem, and math couldn't fix it. So what did he do? He invented calculus to make it work. Yeah. So what if somebody else invented a different system of math to solve the same problem in a different fucking galaxy or fucking planet yeah, solar system? Like yeah, and if they have, knows? yeah, and if they, I mean, it, this is what I, it drives me crazy when they talk about searching for uh extraterrestrial life because mm-hmm. it's we're making assumptions like oh you know they have to have oxygen and they have they to would have, be like us and yeah our like, and like, it's like no but they might be different but i watched yeah, the movie yeah, we're, evolution we're applying we're applying like well i guess earthling <laughs> earth life <laughs> earth life to another planet and i don't think that really correlates see i mean now, it could in the movie Evolution, <clears throat> everything was based on nitrogen, and they had like five strands of DNA, and their See. arsenic was selenium, and they killed it with shampoo, because a guy <laughs> knew that selenium sulfide was an active ingredient, head and shoulders. I watched this movie way too much. Yep. Um, yep. That's what we're going to watch in our movie night. <laughs> Spoilers if anybody's watching. That is, is If anybody's listening, that's coming to my movie night. Uh, we're gonna watch that movie. I'm gonna get it. Interesting. I love that movie. I love that fucking movie. Uh, yeah. Send me the info for that because I've never seen it. Oh, you haven't seen Evolution with David Duchovny? I don't think so. It's like a fake X Files movie. It's so bad. It's so good. I, I was like, I haven't seen anyone kill somebody like something with shampoo. Oh, how do I get back to chat? Mm. Uh, it's just called Evolution. Okay. Um, I don't know when it came out. It was like early 2000s or some shit. It was one of those fucking like there are a lot of good people in that movie like Stifler's in that movie nice so it's automatically good <laughs> and it was like the height of Stifler being Stifler like characters nice okay, it was, yeah, I'm it definitely was, gonna it was watch great. this it's fucking really good I love that movie so much <laughs> <laughs> we'll see I'll uh, be comparing it to Sharktopus so it's a different caliber like this is meant to be a comedy oh so <laughs> No. <laughs> <clears throat> oh man. Interesting. That's good stuff. Yeah. Well, I think that's gonna do it for our short episode this week. There's not a whole lot that came out, but everything that did come out was really interesting. Which is always good. Yeah. Uh, no questions this week. That's fine. Boo. If you have, a, if you have a question, a comment, a Ask topic questions. you want us to he- talk about, send us a question. Jason at hashtag sciencecast.com. As I well, get those if emails. You want to talk about your own research. Yeah, if you if you are interested in being on this show, send an email to that same address. Yep. We'll get you on here. Plug if I know you shit. in real life, reach out on any other medium you know me at. That's fine. I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to call some favors here in a hot second. I'm coming for you, Holden. Yep. That's, that's I'm Holden. calling you out right here, well, live on the internet. Not well, really. He's live, in the fucking St. Croix right now. So. Whatever. He has he's internet there. Going. That's true. Uh, if I can have internet in Ecuador, he can have internet in fucking the Virgin well, Islands. Well, you don't so. know that you're going to have that <laughs> you in shut, You shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, as usual, we will have a post on our website, hashtag sciencecast.com, where you can find all these papers, abstracts, news articles, videos, whatever I can get, I put there uh, for every episode. Um, soon enough, I, I am going to formally announce a... Uh, a blog system that we'll have that me and Matt can make posts to. We can put up yeah. photo albums from all our trips, conferences, scientific research, that kind of thing. Everything, anything we want to talk about, um, or posts, something like that is in the works. So look forward to that. I'm excited. In 2017, no promises on the other part of the year. <laughs> <laughs> in cal, I have six months to do this, and I think I can do it. That's six months. Um, That's not bad. That's a, that's a lot of time, and I know a lot of people that can help. Aside from that, Twitter. Get at us at the science cast. At the science cast. It's a really good 
Twitter handle. Tweet at us. Ask us questions there. I'll be I'll be there. Uh, do the same thing on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. Uh, what is it? It's slash hashtag science or something. Uh, yeah. Just search it. Just look for Harambe. For You'll find science. him. And I mean, lastly, yeah, I do too. Not that we <laughs> post anything there. Yeah, there's pictures on it. <laughs> yeah, there's some. There's some pictures there. I'll we'll post some. I'll post some pictures from Aruba. Yeah, do that. Of little critters and. Definitely do that. I'll do the same for Ecuador. And when I get back from that, I bought a new camera for that trip. Ooh, I think I need a new camera after this last trip. <laughs> I bought a DSLR. I bought a big boy camera. Ooh, yeah. See, I need to get like a good, good camera. I mean, I spent six hundred dollars on that camera, but I bought it. Yeah, yeah, and it's really good. I took a lot of pictures at the the Detroit Grand Prix, the 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 Indy race. That was fun. Uh, really good shots of some crashes, but cool. Stu- cool cool stuff's coming. We're we're we are gonna work on the Twitter and Facebook and this ad that Matt is playing. Yeah, that came through on my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> it was we're professionals. It was an interesting ad. It was. I was trying to watch. It, the, it was. A, it was a lady. <laughs> I was trying to watch the uh, spiders attack each other again. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> and lastly, thank you to Dr. John Middleton at University of Washington for letting us use his uh, music algorithms project to make our theme song. Uh, Very that cool. theme song was made with my parasite swimming data at different temperatures. So. Awesome. Eventually, Matt will send me some data that I can you know, make a break theme with. You say this every fucking time. And we I do. And eventually, you will. You are you are learning Google Drive. This is true. <laughs> Baby steps. I am extremely technologically retarded. So. <laughs> Baby steps on that one. Eventually, we'll have a break, break music. Uh, hopefully, we'll start having this podcast be a real thing. Maybe we'll get some ads. Maybe we'll get some money for this thing. Yeah. Right now, it's just me and Matt paying for this thing out of our pockets and time. So, support us any way you can. Share our shit on Facebook, Twitter. Tell your friends. Yeah, send me money. That kind of thing. Send me money. <laughs> yeah, I'll take money. Um, it. Yeah, so that's it. That's going to do it for episode five. It's already been five episodes. Wow, five episodes. It's the fifth real episode. Yeah, and I was like, and really six episodes if we count zero, zero. But it's five. It's number five. But we know this. Five. The other one was the pilot. Maybe zero. Zero doesn't count. Zero is not a number. Mm, you got five episodes. Number. I think it's going well. Yeah. I'm having I fun. like it. I enjoy I it. I can talk into a microphone. I'm getting better at it. Yeah. I'm really good at talking a lot. So. That you are. We can keep this up all day. <laughs> with the po- with the multiple podcasts I have going and me streaming online uh, for Extra Life, the gaming charity, I'm getting pretty good at talking to myself, either through a camera or on a microphone. Yeah, which is not translating into any other speaking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you don't want to talk to people when you're like in person. I definitely don't. Right. That's why I sit at the computer and run models all day yeah, and build stuff. Ugh. People are the worst. People are the worst. Are the worst. But until next time, two weeks. What day is that? And is the next episode going to go up? This episode 29? will be up. It's 29? That's when we record the episode. God damn it. Oh. Oh, shit. Next episode you after this one? Ask me. It's on the first. <laughs> July 1st, before the holiday weekend, you'll have something to listen to while you drive up to see family or whatever. Yeah, America. I don't know. America. Science I don't like saying America. America very much anymore, but. Ooh, we should, <laughs> yeah, we should definitely get like. I'm going to cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd recommend it. Um, <laughs> we should make it like, Ameri- like American themed. I don't know why. That would be difficult. Would do that. That'd be hard. Star Spangled Banner in the background or some shit. Yeah. We'll figure. It'll be fine. American research. Until next time in two (laughs) weeks, I'm Jason. I'm joined by Matt, as always. As always. Uh, 
thank you for listening and we'll see you guys same time in two weeks yeah have good weeks oh my goodness i hope i, I will be able to drive hey <laughs> you can actually drive those okay bye <laughs> adios